Welcome to the Less Doing Podcast, where you will learn how to start living more by doing less. Let me help you optimize, automate, and outsource your entire life so you can focus on doing the things you love. Now here's your host, Ari Mizell. So I was speaking with Robert Hartline of Shift Your Time, and you just got some great news. Sounds like you're, you, something good happened. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, had a good, I've had a good morning so far. Well, tell me about it, because I'm sure it'll inform the context of the interview. You know. Well, you know, it really has nothing to do with uh, what, I, what, I, what, what this podcast is all about. But, you know, I, I own a chain of wireless retail stores, and I've been in business for about 20 years. And, um, you know, I have never had an armed robbery before in, uh, in the last 10 days I've gotten two. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. Now I wasn't there at the time, of course, but, but, uh, I got news this morning that the, uh, the, the, the team of people that were doing these armed robberies in Nashville, they hit like 12 wireless stores in our area. And they got them arrested. So that was that was my fantastic news. Has nothing to do with uh, nothing to do with anything we're going to discuss today. But I'm riding high on that information. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad that I get to benefit from from uh, from what's happened in your day. <laughs> we'll get that energy here. So then, so you're based in Nashville, and tell us about Shift Your Time. Tell me about it. Yes. So um, you know. <clears throat> uh, for the last 20 years, I've been running this, uh, this retail business and, um, w- you know, we have, we're all over the Southeast and it's really difficult, uh, to stay in communication with everyone. Uh, ideally, uh, people have been using for the last several years, uh, been using email and phone to do their communication and direct their team and, and cast their vision. And, um, about three years ago, um, Actually, about two and a half years ago, I uh, had an employee show me an app called Marco Polo. Anybody listening can download this app right now. It's a video walkie-talkie app. And um, I've been using it over the last couple of years and completely changed and scaled my business as a result of of this app. And so I built a business around it. You built a business around Marco Polo. I built a business about a free app you can download in the marketplace. Yeah. How ridiculous is that? It's, you know what? So I pretty much built my business around Voxer, which is not dissimilar at all. So this is, we're going to have a fun conversation about this. Tell me more. So, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I came, when I started my business, I was selling Nextel and it was walkie talkie, you know, Voxer is a walkie talkie service. And, um, uh, really what's beautiful about walkie talkie is the simplicity of getting your message across really fast and easy. And if you guys remember what, what next was, it's push the talk, release the listen. And, um, uh, it was really an, an interesting way to communicate and lots of businesses had switched to it and whatnot. But, um, long story short, what a video walkie talkie app allows you to do is, store and forward, meaning if I am ready to communicate or digest information, I can open up my Marco Polo app and see all the people I can talk to and I can listen and watch all the video um, from those people. You know, uh, 
what a lot of people struggle with, and you know this as well as I do, email is an awful way to communicate. Yes, it is. And um, to be able to, you know, I could sit down and write an email and send it to 10 people. And let's say this email is sensitive and I'm, and I'm trying to explain something or explain what, what to do, or this is, this has happened. And this is what we're going to do as a result. You may read that email and be totally fine and understand it, but your coworker may look at it and go, well, I can't believe he said that, you know, my department uh, is always doing, you know, doing the best we can possibly do. I can't believe he said that in the email. People get offended. You know, writing an email is akin to a caveman writing on a wall. A caveman writing on a wall is going to draw a picture and people are going to go look at the picture and then try to uh, try to understand what the message is. And pictures say many, many different words. And uh, so anyway, um, the, the beauty of Mark of Marco Polo is you when you talk on video, you're able to uh, not only use your words, but use your body language to communicate in your your vision, your excitement, your energy to really get your message across. And there is no there is no other app that really does this. And, you know, a lot of people go, well, I just do FaceTime. Well, I'll tell you, FaceTime is 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 pretty much. Yes, it's a great way to communicate, but you both have to be at a place where you have good internet and you're at a mental space where you're ready to communicate. And for a lot of us, um, we just don't have that space to think about what we do and having an ability to store and forward a message and capture it when, when I'm ready to, to do it. And if I was, you know, sitting down to do some work right now, uh, I don't, I don't want anything to distract me. And uh, Marco Polo really gives me that, that that vessel to do it. So, what is but what is the build, the business that you built around that? So basically, what I do is I work with teams and companies um, to um, move everyone out of email and phone call as your internal communication of choice into Marco Polo as the communication um, a medium at for, uh, for all your internal communication. So many, many companies, I mean, when you look at, you know, it's so funny email, I just laugh at email. I mean, honestly, if, uh, the technology existed to do video when the internet was invented, we, we would be talking on video. We would not be talking on email. Uh, we only talk at email is because we have been doing it for the last 30 years. And, um, it's something that technology allowed us to do, but we still continue to do it, even though there's a better way. And so I go into companies and I'll explain to them the, the consequences of the major distractions that not only email does, but the distraction of your phone ringing every few minutes with staff calling you with questions. It makes it difficult for teams to have time to think. And we come up with the best ideas when we have space to think. But if we don't have that space and we have constant distractions, the average person takes 25 minutes to go from focused um, energy on a project from getting distracted. It takes them 25 minutes to get back into that state of flow that we all want to be in. 
And I go and teach companies how to do this and how to communicate it to their team and how to get people to use it. I have an online course where I teach entrepreneurs how to use it with their team. But more importantly, we, we build uh, video uh, structured programs where we walk uh, an organization through how to, how to train your people, people how to use it, when not to use it, because there's lots of cases when it's not a good idea to use it. Um, but um, we teach teams how to do that. So where do you see the biggest pushback, though, from some of those teams? And, and do you see, like, smaller teams? Or, I mean, I would imagine, and I've seen it, that smaller teams have an easier time with this than much larger teams. But wh where's, where's the most pushback that you see on people, from people? Well, the, the biggest challenge that uh, people have in any organization, I don't care where you're at. I don't know if you are, – are you a big user of Slack? We, I mean, I, I like Slack quite a bit, but we, we honestly primarily communicate on Boxer. My team, Slack is a bit of a ghost town because of Boxer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, the same challenges when you go and start using Slack is the same challenges you're going to find if you start using a Marco Polo to communicate. Number one, um, people are always, almost always resistant to change. And now you have a subset of people that adopt uh, technology uh, faster than others. But, you know, I, probably the biggest hurdle is, you know, getting people to install an app. You know, most people don't want to want to install anything, anything extra on their phone, especially if, if, if it's for work. Right. And um, so what I do when I, when I work with these organizations, as I say, listen, the number one thing you're going to benefit from the most is coming up with a communication playbook. And that is here at your company, whatever that company is, we communicate in this way. And this is why. And the big why is when you create this space, you're going to have less stressed employees and you're going to function better as a team because that level of stress that is created by the 80% of what we do every day, I don't care what kind of business leader you are, 80% of your day is spent communicating. And if you're doing it in the wrong way, you're creating stress, not only for yourself, but your team. So once you build this communication playbook and say, all right, this is when we make phone calls with one another. This is when we do meetings. This is when we do a video meeting. And I tell everyone, like, if you're going to do a video meeting, Nobody is allowed to have their camera off. I mean, we did a video meeting for a reason. You got the benefit of doing business wherever you want. Don't turn off your camera. You're, you're, you're losing a vast majority of the communication by turning off your camera. Well, you don't, you, you don't, you know, I don't want to get dressed up. You know, so what? Get dressed up. I mean, it's going to make you feel better about yourself anyways. And your team needs to see your face. And so a lot of it has to do is, you know, you got to build that foundation. You got to make sure that under, everybody understands the structure. And as long as everyone's on the same page in the playbook, uh, the company's going to run far smoother. And then wh when uh, one of the things that I see pushback too with people is whether well, not even the technology or anything, but they feel like there's just certain things that you just got to do live. You couldn't possibly do it asynchronously. And which I'm, I'm think that's crazy to me, but. How do you deal with that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you you have you, you're always going to have people. Um, well, here's the thing. Um, uh, with my team, I, I, I do live video uh, once a week. Where we we do a thing called traction, which is a a, a business philosophy that 
um, and way you handle meetings. And we have these level 10 meetings in this program. And the level 10 meeting is a very structured meeting, which needs to occur every single week. Um, and we are far better as a result. We grew our business from like 13 million in sales to 100 million in sales in like three years uh, with good communication and having good structure. So there absolutely is a time and place for live conversation. I think it's absolutely imperative that you're checking the pulse of your team every single week. Um, but <clears throat> what we what we've done um, primarily in with this movement into Marco Polo is <clears throat> a vast majority of time spent in meetings are handling issues. And my favorite thing to teach uh, my audience is teaching people to pull the problems out of a meeting. Because often if you have a meeting with 10 people, a good bit of the problems involve only three or four people. Instead of wasting everyone's ears to listen to the problem that only three people could actually influence or change, we pull problems out of meetings and create Marco Polo groups for that issue. So if I have an issue that I want to solve in my organization, I pull the issue out, put it in Marco Polo, I give it a, 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 a timestamp that I want it completed by, and I go through the idea, IDS model, which is identify, discuss, and solve model of solving an issue. And the best way to do that is just get the people involved that need to hear and discuss the issue and solve it and separate them from your main meeting. So we can have much shorter monthly update live meetings with having issues separated and giving issues the space they deserve to get them solved. So then uh, again, with, with uh, so this is, I mean, this is fascinating to me because I, this is something that we have done inherently in our company and we do this with a lot of clients, but I've never necessarily created a big structure around how people are using Voxer. So how do you, do you teach these seminars? Are you doing this individual consultations for companies? Like how do you, how do you operate? So how, how we do it is um, we have a, a workshop program that we do, but most of the stuff that we'll do is through a, a live webinar where we'll, we'll bring individuals in. And uh, usually when I work with clients, uh, I want to understand the way they currently do business. And, uh, and then the hardest thing in this whole business is really helping owners uh, articulate to their team the why. And if you don't do that process where you're explaining the why behind why we want to use this tool and why we're using this strategy, um, if you don't have that function happening, you're going to have team members that are going to feel like they're being pushed to do something they don't, don't want to do. But in reality, I'm giving them an, an amazing gift because what happens is once everyone's on the same playbook, um, they, they, they discover this extra amount of time they honestly didn't know they had. Um, and uh, when they start uh, having projects move a lot faster through the funnel than, than previous, they start really getting excited about the power of it. But we do it all through uh, webinars um, and trainings one-on-one -on -one, uh, with, with the team members. And then, um, you know, we work out a custom program specifically based on what their needs are. Cause it, you know, these companies have lots of different needs. I've, I've, I've worked with, you know, wireless uh, retailers that, um, that uh, are just like mine that have the same pain points, but I've also worked with software companies. I've worked with uh, construction companies and those are my favorite 
Um, there's, there's um, the, one of the unknown benefits that you get as a result of this communication is the relationship with the customer. When you are talking to them on Marco Polo with your face, with your energy, with your video, talking about a project, let's say you have a, a construction project and um, you're building a new house. There's nothing more special than giving updates to the clients through video. They absolutely love it. It's a great way for the husband and wife can, to see the progress, to answer the questions that pop up. Do you, would you rather have the light switch on this side or the other side? You can't communicate that any other way than video. And um, once, uh, you know, once clients see the beauty of having, um, having this tool for their customer base, I mean, it, it attracts more customers. It really changes the game and the way someone can compete when their communication channel is as solid as it is. So what about in your business? What's the biggest challenge for you right now? A uh, biggest challenge for me, um, for me in, uh, you know, obviously <laughs> if I sit down and do a mastermind with, with people in business, they're always say, well, the hardest thing is, is, is finding clients. Um, it's really not that hard for us right now. It's not finding the clients. You want to find the right clients. You want to find the right clients for me. I want to find right the right clients that I would like to hang out with. And, and uh, you know, my time is precious. I spend half my year in Costa Rica. Um, and um, I really only want to be around people that are like-minded like me. So I'm, I'm kind of picky who I choose to be uh, a client because the, the shift your time business that I'm building, I, I really don't even look at it as a, yeah, it, it makes money, but that's kind of irrelevant. It, it's a really fun thing to do because I'm actually giving people a tremendous amount of free time to do and create a bigger idea. I mean, most of us that are in business, it's so wrapped up into the day to day. We don't even have time to think about what we actually are doing or even thinking about a much bigger, bigger idea. And um, now I feel like I'm creating that space for people to create those bigger ideas. That's great. Man. So what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? Top three things uh, for people to be more effective? Oh, de definitely. Uh, use the down arrow button on everyone's cell phone and turn off your ringer, number one. Um, uh, number, number two, uh, test people before you hire them. And that is creating small, tiny um, tests for them to see if they're going to be fit. One of the things I, I have, a I have a software company called call proof. It's an app for outside salespeople. And one of the things I train uh, sales managers is when you hire start people in the first week, pay them double the salary. And all you want them to do if they're in sales is to uh, call on to strangers, whether it's knocking on doors or calling on the phone, don't train your salespeople very much. Give them just enough to go out and collect business cards. If they do this, then they are ready to be trained. So often I see people spend three months training salespeople that have no interest in doing the work behind selling. And so always test people before you hire them. I guess my last thing I would say is um, learn how to be passionate about what you're doing and learn how to communicate that in such a way 
that people are ready to follow. So many people just lack the energy or thought into what they say and how they say things to people. But our words have power and people will follow you if you have passion, if you have vision, and you have to have that. If you don't have the energy, you can learn how to build energy. You can learn how to get uh, people to listen to your voice, but it takes practice. But uh, communication is what we do. And you, by God, figure out how to be good at it. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, so Robert, where can people find out more about you and, and start how to le- learning how to use Marco Polo? Absolutely. You can visit uh, shiftyourtime.com and um, you can reach out to me on social media at Heartline Robert on Twitter as well. Thank you so much. That was great. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing podcast. At Less Doing, we help entrepreneurs who have opportunity in excess of what their infrastructure can support to set up systems and processes that empower a team to ultimately make themselves more replaceable. That way they can optimize, automate, and outsource everything in their businesses in order to be more effective. If you want to find out more about Less Doing, the podcast, the blog, the books, and all of the wonderful programs we offer to help you get from where you are to where you know you want to be, go to lessdoing.com slash podcast and check out our OAO blueprint so you can get started today.